Welcome to iPodcast Magic Missile, where we play games and talk geek. Broadcasting every week from the New River Valley in the beautiful mountains of Southwest Virginia, we bring you audio from some of the most exciting games, new and old. No actual wizard spells here, just actual play from great games. This is iPodcast Magic Missile. We're on Lawrence. Order came in and we sleeved all of our legendary cards. Holy crap. And yeah, yeah. Legendary being? Legendary being the, uh, I guess you would call it a drafting and objective uh, based. It's a semi cooperative deck building. Semi cooperative deck building. Um, yeah. Based on the Marvel Universe. Oh, that's the Marvel one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is that the one that's it's kind of like you, you've, there's done a whole lot of cooperation? Uh, it depends. It depends on your level of cooperation. Yeah. You can <laughs> play it. Go ahead. I was just going to say, if you if you don't cooperate enough, you'll all lose. Yes. If you cooperate too much, someone else will win. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like if you win, someone wins the most. Yeah. You know? Basically, if you win, somebody becomes Wolverine. Yeah. It's okay. Or, or Tony Stark and gets to be like, hey, yeah. I saved the day by saving more bystanders and kicking lots of badasses. Exactly. It's, someone has to be Captain America. Yeah. And it's okay. Because he's the leader. <laughs> he's the leader. <laughs> Yeah, just like Cyclops. Somebody has to be Cyclops, and it's okay. It's okay. You know, it's, it's really funny talking about power balances. Well, no, you don't have to be a boring douche. Regardless of... <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I was no. going to say, it always remi- it reminds me of uh, D&D 3.5 and the tier system. Yeah. Of, like, how clerics and wizards are at the top, and then it kind of works us all its way down to the fighter and stuff. And it's totally true in the Avengers, because the Hulk is clearly at the top... Followed closely by Thor, then Iron Man, and then poor Captain America, Black Widow, and Hawkeye are down here with us mortals. <laughs> oh, but, but Captain America is the best strategist. Mm-hmm. Like Ezra. They haven't put that over very well. His strategy the, uh, is so fascinating yeah. to see somebody go through in a comic book. Yeah. <laughs> Except this is the problem. I had to take an airplane to the battle. <laughs> he had to catch a flight. The, the cool people went off flying or jumping be- between buildings all by themselves. Yeah. He had to catch a flight. It's very depressing. Well, the Hulk had to steal a motorbike at one That's point. True. But the Hulk was a and late clothes. comer. Yeah. The Hulk came late. He didn't what come about with the rest the of them. Hawkeye and uh, um, That's true. I guess they were also on the plane. But they were kind of And they were like also there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think sums up their characters in that movie well, rather I mean, nicely. Having one gun <laughs> and one bow can only be so effective. Especially cuz you only had what, like 20 arrows tops. Yeah, but they were yeah, each like specific at least to a specific situation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and yes, he killed 20 people. Good for him. Did he kill one of the giant whale monsters with a single punch? No. It took more than one punch. Nope. The Hulk killed one with a single punch. The, uh, the arrows are basically... It nope. It was literally flattened. It <laughs> fell apart. It was very dead. Sorry. I, I just realized that Hawkeye is a Vancian caster. Uh, yeah, because that's true. he fills his quiver with like a specific set of trick arrows of good ideas at the yeah. start of the day oh my God. and then in the comic they all become appropriately useful and he has just the right arrow for everything wow. I'm like in D&D I mean, I most of your arrows are going to be useless pretty much unless you have a really good DM actually, yeah. I would say, or a really good player yeah. I would actually say he's more like a sorcerer mm-hmm. than a Vancian wizard because he has a little like um, rotary mechanical clip or whatever on the bottom of oh, his quiver that would like rotate quiver. it, and he could pull up whichever one he wanted. So, okay. So okay. so it, it's more like he has Bones a selection of arrowheads, yeah. and he can pick which one in a given situation. Yeah. 
Or maybe he just draws an arrow, and the situation becomes the appropriate situation for that arrow. Mm. He actually has a superpower that lets him warp reality to so that the thing that he's just pulled out is most useful to him at that very moment. Yeah. Like it's like Scarlet Witch, but less plot breaking. <laughs> so, so the explanation of Daglier's bow is that uh, the character in Dungeon World, Will's character Daglier, got a bow, and that bow is a magical bow, and that bow uses up ammo in a different way than a normal bow would. Um, Normally, when you have a bow, you have a certain number of arrows, and on a 7 to 9, or less, you may consume ammo. Degler's bow doesn't have ammo per se. When Degler starts the day, his bow shoots good ideas. Very then, good ideas. Very good ideas. Exceptionally good ideas. Like, Silver against werewolves just by pulling it back and firing. Yep. Once one ammo is expended, the bow shoots bow ideas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww. laughs> Once another ammo is expended, the bow shoots bad ideas. <laughs> Occasionally it's kittens, but it's been a lot of different things. <laughs> kittens are my favorite. Farm animals in general. I like to imagine one day I'm going to pull it back, and a whole cow is just going to be coming out the end. It's not going to fly anywhere because it's too heavy. It's just like... The cow could be a good or a bad idea, depending on the situation. That's true. If we're really hungry... Sweet! Yeah. <laughs> Grack can actually class. eat it fast enough to gain sustenance. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the stuff does disappear after a while. Because Grack is an orc. Or a half-orc. We're not quite sure. And he can comically unhinge his jaw and devour he's, any he's, food. Well, a sufficiency of orc. Yeah, he's like a half-orc like Spock's a half-Vulcan. You know. <laughs> the fact, truly he is. But I mean, for all intents and purposes. I thought Spock was, Spock's mother was human. Yeah. yeah, she's that's half what Vulcan. I'm saying. That's, is that he's half, half Vulcan? No, I mean, no, no, but, but think how Vulcan he is. He's, he's technically yeah. half Vulcan. He's technically he's basically he's Vulcan. Vulcan. He got as Vulcan he got, as any uh, other Vulcan. I assume he got like an extra feet at the at his first level or yeah. something like that. He and just wanted he... access to the human feats, mm-hmm. also. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Very powerful. Yeah, he was gonna play straight Vulcan, but I'd rather play a construct. Yeah, but they don't have any emotions. Yeah, well, neither do Vulcans. Right. We can always get an emotion chip. That's true. And have a terrible plot sequence. I think you mean an emotion headband. <laughs> headband yeah. plus one emotion. You <laughs> <laughs> now have a charisma score. Go. Um, yeah. You were talking about modifying cards for legendaries. So legendary is mm. super duper duper fun to play. Um, I think because it has all sorts of things like scheme twists and evil super mastermind villains and they can do dick things to you and be like, fuck you, Loki, you son of a bitch. And sometimes he is a son of a bitch. He is a son of a bitch. His mom was nice. You shut up. Have you you caught Galactus yet, though? No. We we don't have the Fantastic Four pack. Galactus' fight value is 20. Are you serious? Wow. I'm oh my serious. god. I it is 20 with an asterisk next to it. There are ways to reduce oh. it. Oh, but okay. its baseline is 20. Yeah, I don't know what that means either. Can yeah. it also Usually be they are in like, by, like the range the scheme of 9 to 12. Where, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, okay. The Fantastic Four expansion comes with a scheme where scheme twists give the mastermind plus one fight. So <gasps> Patrick's going to yeah. love that. It's, I figure, actually, instead of buying the Fantastic Four pack, you should save money by buying the Fantastic Eight pack. What <laughs> <laughs> about the True. Fantastic Case? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it's going to be like Rolling Rock. It's going to be crap. <laughs> the Keystone it's, Light. It's, it's actually the, the, the Moderate Four. The Moderate Four? Yeah. yeah. There's there's like 16 of them, but it's, it's only Yeah, you only moderate. hear about the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. You know. But as far as power levels go, they're usually like 9 to 12, and... Mm-hmm. To win the game, the superheroes as a 
all of the players, that is, have to beat the bad guy four times. Yes. Uh, Punch him in the face four times. Every time you kill him, an effect, a special effect that he does based on whatever card you pick up happens, and that can be something that dicks over your friends, it can be something that's just really beneficial to you. I mean, it's an extremely variable game with yeah. a lot of modifiability just within itself, built into the game itself. Um, based on what sort of, like Dominion, you know, mm-hmm. how you set up the board determines a lot of the different things that you can they, do. They did it. a good job of not making it yeah. just another deck builder. Yes. Yeah. It's like, really. There are plenty of games that are like, oh, this is a deck builder with a fantasy theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I, li- I like the Penny Arcade one, though. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. this is a deck builder with a way too much fun theme. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry too much about the rules, just play the game. Yeah. Maybe touch wieners. <laughs> yeah, Maybe. touch wieners. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Make everyone else feel up. <laughs> but you got more cards, so who cares? Yeah. See how many people blush when you play nipple crabs. <laughs> I feel like that's an inside joke that I don't get, because I've never played that game. So It's uh, a card. Yeah, it's a card. Um, there... You you know about Nintendo Dogs, right? No. Nintendo Dogs. It was a, it was a video game where you touched the screen and like petted your dogs and stuff for the okay. DS for the touch screen. Um, so they made a joke about it called Touch Wieners, which was like their like fake Nintendo Dogs game. And then there's a card called Touch Wieners, which you reveal it and, and say, would anyone like to touch wieners? And if anyone else has a card, they can reveal the touch wieners, and everyone who reveals the touch wieners gets to draw a card. So, touch all your so wieners. It only works if someone will touch wieners with you. Yeah. <laughs> now, this is wiener as a wiener dog, then, mind you. Now, what if you don't have any wieners? <laughs> well, you just well, don't, then you don't, don't get, get to draw any cards. And you, you, can't, don't get to no, and you can't touch them? No. Yeah. No, you, you have to. You have it to. It has you to have be a two-way touch. It can't be a one-way touch. It's got to be at no. least two-way. You can have a three-way touch wiener. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a minimum. As, as many people as as have touch wieners can. can but touch surely wieners. everyone can touch the one person's wiener at the very least. Well, but you have to have your own touch wiener. Otherwise, yeah, it, it's you've got to compatible. bring a wiener to the table. Yes. Okay. To touch with. <laughs> you don't want to be the jerk who doesn't bring a wiener. Yeah. I don't I just figured with everybody else bringing their wieners, I thought, you know, maybe <laughs> I that would be covered. <laughs> I played that game once, and Karen insisted on collecting all of the scrotum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which actually is not a bad strategy. No. There's 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 tons of not bad strategies in that game. Um, Basically, if it sounds funny, it's probably not a bad strategy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember Woolwine going off like crazy with pickle detectors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, yeah. That said, I'm not a huge fan of Penny Arcade, mm-hmm. but the game is fun. Well, that's it's, it's why. one of the deck building games that goes on my list of good ideas, at least. Yeah. And then you can just play Legendary, where the most upsetting thing is just how they destroyed Nightcrawler's ability, which hurts me on a deeply emotional how level. So? How so? I love it, Nightcrawler. Yeah, I, he basically yes, came out nerd. Nightcrawler's like the, pretty much the best X-Men, right? Yep. I think he's the best superhero of all time, but Sorry, that's Iron just Man. me. Yeah. Is it because he's dreamy? He's swashbuckly, he and he's dreamy, and he's teleport, and he's nice. <laughs> and he's witty. And he's funny, it's that he's, he's nice. Witty. Yeah. That's the thing. He's yeah. so he's, nice. He's, just so he's like nice. the most polite superhero, yeah. pretty much. That is true. Exactly, but he's also mischievous and fun instead of yeah. a stick in the mud. So <laughs> I've like loved Nightcrawler since <laughs> I was like seven, so. Anyways, the point is is that they gave him this ability called teleport, and the way it works in the mechanics is that 
you basically can hold teleport cards over until the next round, but you have to pick them up immediately. So, for example, if something happens during one of somebody else's turn that makes you discard, those cards that you would have held over, you are capable of having them discarded as well. So you practically... It actually reduces your card advantage, and the advantage that it gives you is very, very, very small considering all the other mechanics that can happen during your non like your non. Basically, letting you bank cards. Yeah, it lets you bank cards, but not very well. Right? Um, Didn't we come up with a house rule yes. that <laughs> when you teleport cards, you don't actually draw them until the start of your turn? Yes, Patrick and I were so ups- I was so upset about this, and Patrick's like, Nightcrawler's not that good. I'm like, but I have to play with him. <laughs> <laughs> So we came up with a house rule where we fixed that mechanic. Fixed so it. forgive me, I'm not very familiar, and by not there yeah. I mean not at all familiar yeah. with, with card games. Card advantage? So card advantage is you and I are playing a game, and I'm drawing more cards than you. I've got more tools that I have access to. That's card advantage. If I get to draw two cards a turn, you only get to draw one. Well, how does, how does banking cards, even if you can lose them with a discard, hurt your... Hurt your card advantage. You know, it, it, theoretically, it helps. Theoretically, it, it helps. But, but I'm trying but to figure out why this card is shitty. Because so the, so I have four cards this turn and six cards next turn. Yeah. But then some something shitty happens and I have to discard down to four cards mm-hmm. before my next turn. So now I have four cards last turn and four. cards But hypothetically, this turn. everyone else has four cards too. Right. So it's not but, hurting your right, card but advantage. It, it, but they had five cur- cards previous turn because they didn't teleport one of their cards that. Basically, oh. this turn I say, I'm going to play these four cards, and I'm going to save this one for next turn. Oh, yes. I didn't realize you were pulling and from so, this turn for next turn. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So you oh. basically put Nightcrawler in a savings account and not spend him now. That's what I mean when I say he's yeah. not good. Clearly collect interest. That yes, would be the right. theoretically, but because there's so much other crap that can happen, like there's a run on the banks, fuck you, yeah. Nightcrawler's gone anyways. And the other thing is that his sort of mid-level power card, which is really good if you can pull it off, is kind of difficult to pull off. Swashbuckle, which is really powerful if you can get it to work, but it's hard to make it work. And that's just kind of frustrating because there's a lot of other synergies that could have been done. And So in other words, you're like, it, it, that's one of the things where it, in a game, typically, if like you have some mid-level or high-level power you want to get to, mm-hmm. and you... You're working towards it, and it yeah. just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. It's super frustrating. Exactly, and so, and then of course, Nightcrawler's big old super duper card. I don't. What are they called? Like his master rare. Card. His rare. Okay, yeah. So his rare is where you can teleport three cards, which again works off this kind of lame mechanic. Whereas other people's rare are things like Gambit lets you st- like. Um, crap! I forget what Gambit does. Doesn't he Gambit reveals the, reveals yeah. the top yeah. card of your deck and yeah. then like. Maybe let you draw it three times or something. Yeah, it's yeah. like a, you it's can crazy. play three cards for free. Rogue lets you copy another person's card and play it for free. Those are all way better than saving yeah. three cards. Not saving playing three, three cards. Not playing yeah. three cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Iron, Iron Man's just lets you draw three cards. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. it lets Bam. you like draw two draw and then three. draw another two if you have yeah, comboed correctly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and so and then you can just you know maybe we should instead house rule uh, teleport to be. Um, you teleport from the top of your deck. Ooh, that would be interesting. Instead of the card itself. Yeah. Because uh, that might be better, but it might be worse. It it's might, like, yeah, exactly. Draw a card next turn. So when you... Oh, so you, you dump crap cards, yeah. and you, you get like, maybe better cards. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe worse cards, but... Yeah. yeah. If you teleported to Nightcrawlers, mm-hmm. then next turn, would you have eight cards? Yep. Yes. Okay, all right, just check. Because I don't have... Well, it, it's five or six? 
It's a six-card hand normally. It's a six-card hand. If you teleport two Nightcrawlers, as soon as you get to the end of the turn and discard, you draw eight immediately. So if something happens that comes out that makes you cut down to four, you lose four cards. Yeah. And that, yeah. Which is why we made it be, you you teleport cards so they are RFG'd until the start of your turn. Yeah. Okay. That way you can't get hosed as bad. Going back to your question about card advantage, this is actually a bigger thing in Magic, obviously. So anytime that you can use one card to knock out two or more of your opponent's cards, or use a card to get additional cards, Mm -hmm. that's considered to be card advantage. This is why I play 40k. (laughs) (laughs) To me, the the, the spatial strategy is so much simpler to me than than cards. That's true. (laughs) Because they they give you more troops. If you can make more points, no, no, it makes sense. Out of your it's gone. just cheese yeah. Louise. You pay. Yeah. Like <laughs> that was magic actually is a, complicated. That was actually a big. That, that was actually a big uh, one of the like when when Blake and I were working over the the build your own draft set. That was actually one of the biggest things. Was I am don't play magic a whole lot, and so for me, understanding that like oh this is broken because it gives too much card advantage or this doesn't give enough, even though it's really powerful, you know. Especially with the mechanics where, like, you're not going to be playing any spells for three turns or four turns, so you have to, like, you know, make sure the thing does the job that it's supposed to do in that time. Um, there's uh, Magic is weird because there's, you know, designing Magic cards, and obviously most people don't do this, but <laughs> with the Build Your Own Draft, there's a lot of different variables that you have to, you know... Because a card isn't just a good idea. A card is a good idea compared to all of the other cards you could have drawn, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the big thing. So, anyway, whatever. I was pretty amazed when I was just talking about how you might not see... You, well, you probably wouldn't see all of the cards in your deck in any particular game of Magic. That's true. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Not unless you lose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but then you're not, you don't have the opportunity to play them. Yeah, in a game of uh, in a game of Commander, I don't know if you've seen people play Commander before. I mean, it's a hundred yes, card... Yes, I haven't watched it. It's a hundred card singleton format, and... You usually don't see more than about the top. That's not totally true 30. because most people have cards that let them search their libraries. So yeah, you see all of the cards, but you're not going to be able to use them. <laughs> yeah, you, but you probably won't actually get to have any access to them in the game. Yeah. <clears throat> Again, that's why I play 40k. I like yeah. designing something as a to go together <laughs> and having the whole thing to work with. Mm-hmm. Unless and then, it gets stuck in reserves. That does happen sometimes. Occasionally, mm-hmm. but I can always though. just not start stuff in reserves if I want to do that. Magic, magic strategy, building a good deck is incredibly complex, which is why it bothers me when there are deck concepts that win that are just like, here's a combo, if I stack my deck with eight of these things, yep. I win. I always found that incredibly boring, which is why I really like Commander and EDH, is because it's sort of like, what am I going to get today? Oh, crap, I have no idea how I'm going to work this out. I have, you know... That's seven. not a potato. I really That's not a combo. Like, vintage magic decks, like for the format vintage, mm. which is the one where everything is legal... Or more or less everything is legal. Some things Even are restricted your to opponent. one copy. <laughs> uh, like the, all the is decks permitted. that win are so absurd. They're oh. just filthy. Yeah. Like there's, is it, I, I have yeah. one that's called Two Land Belcher, and it runs two lands. What? That's important because uh, the the Belcher in question taps, and you reveal lands from the top of your or reveal cards from the top of your deck until you hit a land, and then deal that much damage to your opponent. So by the time you do it, you don't have any land in your deck. Yeah. Or, like, the ones that exploit weird holes in the magic rules and cause things to flash in out of play for <laughs> until you stop it. Blake was building a deck that was entirely walls. Oh, he built a 
wall deck? With the wall deck. I always wanted to make a wall deck. I think it was modern, though. Oh. No. Oh, was it modern? That was modern. Yeah, that wasn't vintage, right? It was still, yeah, modern, but it was, it was, it was a buff. <laughs> yeah, you didn't play creatures in vintage. The, the, in modern, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, you don't. Creatures, because only lot. infinite combos. <laughs> no, I mean, Blake's deck, Blake's deck wins by infinite combo. It's just, it takes it, <laughs> he's at 18 walls in the intro. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. You should, and he has a whole bunch of creatures that are like, this creature taps for number of mana equal to the number of defender creatures you have in play. Um, so if you get ten walls, yep. <laughs> that thing taps for ten. And then he has a whole bunch of stuff that, un- like, untap it, and then tap it again, and then untap it, and then tap it again. Yeah, 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 that thing. The twiddling elf type thing. Um, Twelfths, if you will. So does that mean that all, <laughs> like, all walls are retroactively defenders? Yep. The, the old wall weapons. rule. Yeah, see, there's mm-hmm. so much about magic I do not mm-hmm. know because I haven't kept up with it. I miss it. creature wall or summon yeah. wall. <laughs> summon wall. Walls cannot attack. Wall, come here. Duh. <laughs> Unless your walls can attack. Very well, some of them could. Yeah, some of them could. If some you did a thing. That's wall. called falling. And wall does not inherently imply defender anymore. It's just like every old yeah. wall has been errated to have defender. Okay. Well, because they all have like the wall. They could print a new keyboard. wall that didn't have defender, yeah. theoretically. Yeah. I don't think it will, but... Isn't Mistform Ultimus or whatever doesn't have a defender? Yeah. But it is a wall? Yeah. Yes. It can attack as though it were not a wall. Or in its original text. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so therefore it it would not be errata to be defender, right? Because isn't that... Yeah. Yeah. It just wouldn't have defender. (laughs) It would just say defender. Mistform Ultimus may attack as if it were not a defender. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You never know. Sometimes you need a defender that's not a defender. It, it pumps creatures that key off it pumps cards that key off of the number of defenders you have. Yeah. It does. I wanna plug a game. <gasps> Do mm-hmm. I have a game I wanna plug and everyone should play it and give them their money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's called Gone Home. It's a little guy game. It's just this little little bitty game. And it's like three hours. It's cute. Uh, it is uh, an adventure through your abandoned house after you've gone home and there's no one there. And it's extremely entertaining. And uh, I mean, it, it's you make it sound fun. From what I understand, yeah, it's very emotional. I, I wouldn't call it. It sounds really game. sad. It's. Yeah. I mean, it's really good. Like, is it but on Steam? it yeah. is on yeah, Steam, is. and it is. I, and you, it, it will break your heart, time. but it's a lot of fun, and it's worth it. How much is it? Twenty bucks. Oh. It's really good. Oh. So hold on a second. Oh. If you went to the movie theater, actually, you're right for three hours, that's not even a movie. That's that's it, it's like a three D movie and a half. It's a movie with popcorn. It is a movie with popcorn, it's and you can make your own popcorn at home for cheaper than it costs to go to the movie super theater. Super worth justifiable, it. or you can wait till <laughs> it goes on sale. Well, I'd, I'd say it's worth it just. From the perspective of, I want to see more games like this. Mm. So give them Especially your money. games where women are people. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> You're, the main like, character is a woman, and all of the really. But it's not like a feminist thing. kind of. No, no. Like a, they just happen well, I mean, to be women. <laughs> I mean, feminist in the straw man sense, not in the actual sense, but I mean, it's not like a shoving. Ham-handedly, heavy-handedly. <laughs> you know what? Ham-hand. That, that, that's really good because I, I, that makes me more likely. Like I like supporting indie developers, but uh, so good. Is it? Is it like really depressing and sad? It. Before you answer, <laughs> yes, yes, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> yes, it yes, is, it is. It's intense. <laughs> okay, it's not one of those things where like. 
We're doing a really good job of not spoiling this. It's hard. It doesn't rehash terrible tropes mm-hmm. about this topic that always come up in attempts to make a positive thing about it. There are no baby shoes. There are no baby shoes. Speaking of baby shoes, we're going to see that later. <laughs> I got some baby shoes for you. Oh, <laughs> so, is there like replay replay value to it? Like, could you go through and not have really. it's like reading a book? Ex- it's okay. an experience. Yeah. Got you. Well, and some books will cost you twenty bucks new, and yeah. Yeah. won't take you more than three hours to read unless it's Robert Jordan or Martin well, or something. Yeah, I'm a slow reader. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, speak for yourself. I get tons of time for my money. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you read slow, then your money is more efficiently spent on exactly. reading. <laughs> Wendy likes to stop reading books just so she can read them more slowly. Stretch it out every month. Patrick makes fun of me for that. He's like, you never finish your books. I'm like, no, I'm savoring them. Because yeah, it's, so, it's super easy to consume, like, to binge on books, mm-hmm. like... I once finished one and a half of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy books in an evening. Yeah. <laughs> but I promise you, if you get this game, you will finish it in three hours. You will sit down to your computer, download it in 22 minutes, because it's going to take you that little time to download it. And then you will sit there for three hours and play it. internet connection. <laughs> it's going to take you as long to download it as it will to play it. I think it's a half a meg. It's not half a meg. <laughs> it's, uh... Originally, it was... And it was it's done in a very, um... It's actually more graphically intensive than you predicted. It, it used to. It actually was was first designed on the engine they used for Amnesia, That's but then true. they did their own thing. Yeah. Um, but it's very good. Uh, I'm gonna just say trigger warnings All. for things. <laughs> Lots of things. Uh, um, there's a bathtub full of red stuff. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> um, but... Cherries. It's, yeah. Some of those things you have... A lot All of you, the there's a lot of, of subtext <laughs> um, that you have to pay attention to, or you will miss out on, like, half of the story and only f- see the main story that happens. Um, so I would, I would pay t- close Perfect attention. Perfect for completists, though, which yes. a lot of us are. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, you won't get your money's worth if you if you don't like go really explore everything. Yeah, that's kind <laughs> of you, what it feels to rush to the final boss is. fight. Yeah. <laughs> if you rush to the final boss fight, you will not get your money's worth. Yeah, see, that's what I was kind of asking as far as like replay because I could easily see myself going through and like turning every book over again. You know, like the, opening that, every drawer. That's and, worth it. It in is fact, worth it to do that. You have to do that in this game. It is so fun and it's so worth it that to do that. Really For the objects that you can move. Yeah, I mean it is one of those point-and-click adventure game type situations, right? Um, uh, it, ish. It's point-and-click and pick up, but and also and also you're. It's not like um, the movement is all fluid and every like you're yeah. walking around. Yeah, you're lost. you're not like I click on that frame and teleport magically with no mm-hmm. movement. Yeah. So it's not like mist. No, it is not like mist or or like full throttle or mm-hmm. Grim Fandango. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's. Is more freeform, which is why you have to be very, very careful when you explore to get all the cool bits. Yeah. But I, I absolutely loved it, and Just I tear made... that house apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, there are parts of it that are but... Uh, Honey, what? why is every drawer open in the entire house? <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for stuff. I was just looking at things. Just looking <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> that might be a clue. <laughs> um, there might be gems in this. <laughs> there was a lot of weird rage over this game, not about the content, but because people did not like the the way... When I say the way that it ended, it sounds like the way the story ended. Um, I think it's very... You have to think of it more as like a interactive novel or like it's it's more like almost like just like slipping into someone else's life for a bit and don't think of it as necessarily trying to win something i mean like there's obviously a conclusion that you're heading towards so if you if you guys well, have too much money um they there's gone home merchandise on the depotico store <laughs> i saw this this afternoon well i've always wanted <laughs> is, that, is that for the t-shirt. terrible band I, like I haven't it. actually played the game. I just like it's on my Steam wish list, and I'm like oh, one God, of the what were they called? One mm. of the people. Oh, it doesn't matter. Um, the the thing is, if you've ever played a visual novel, and that's I know that I realize that's that's a, a a style of game that a lot of Americans have never played, but it's the same sort of thing. It's it, it, I would assume that, that it's a story, and there may be a couple of branching points or side tacks that you can take, but ultimately you're getting from beginning to end, possibly with a couple of variations, although here it doesn't even seem like there are any variations other than what you discover. Does it have quick time events? No. <laughs> you can't jump. <laughs> what do I do when I'm bored? Um, you mentioned a lot of Americans haven't played them, and it's true. Um, I actually played... My, the first one I ever played was Karawashuja, which is... Fair warning, it's not a hentai game, but there is sex in it. Just A lot of visual novels have yeah. sex. But I mean, just fair warning. With each for, other. For any, <laughs> any viewers... That's how you get new ones. You don't put them on the same shelf. Well, hold on a second. What are you saying? So, um, I was going to say, it, it's it, it's a free. It's totally free. Oh. Um, it is made by some people they met on 4chan and decided to go make a game. And it is absolutely heart-wrenching. It is one of the most emotional games I've ever played in my life. What's it called? Um, Katawa Shujo. K-A-T-A-W-A. Shujo. S-H-O-U-J-A. Or, uh, oh. I can Awesome. Um, and if you're looking to pay for one, there's one called Analog, a hate story. Analog colon, a Oh, hate story. I was actually about to plug Christine Love. That one is... is, that, is that, that's Love too, right? I have no idea. I found it on Steam one day. had no idea what it was. Yeah. So that looks amazing. Yeah, no, it is. It is. And it is amazing. It is, it is also absolutely heart-wrenching. Just so emotional. Um, Chris, Chris, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm so glad. I'm just so glad that these things are cropping up because it's it's a medium that is explicitly like perfect for that kind of experience. Mm-hmm. You know, like when we we talk, it just bothers me that there's not more of it. <laughs> yeah, and, and actually, so I like I said, look, at, Christine Love is an American visual novel artist um, who includes. Uh, Actually, a lot of feminist and queer themes in her work. Um, I actually played the first one of hers. I played was "Don't Take It Personally, Babe." It just ain't your story, which is actually a Japanese style visual novel set in a Japanese. I think it's set in a Japanese high school, and you play a teacher, hmm. uh, recently divorced, um, and there's all sorts of things that go on. And yes, you can have sex with your students. Nice. It's, oh God! But you will feel very bad about it afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm gonna get caught. <laughs> and uh, it, it's, but it, it's, it's actually, it's actually, it's almost, it's actually, it's, it's it, the whole, the whole thing is actually sort of a, an art piece too. 
You, it, I won't spoil it, but you, you should play it to see to see why that is. It's, it's quite good, and it goes by pretty quick. Oh, hey, okay. do you guys want to learn a thing that I learned the other day? Oh, yeah. This yes. is total non-sequitur, but interesting. All right. If you want to turn off your sense of smell, if you press your tongue to the roof of your mouth and get, like, a little bit of saliva on the back of your tongue where it's still exposed, you can pretty much completely turn it off. Dude. I, I attempted this, like, after skunk attacked on the road. So, and so explain how this works again. You, So your, your tongue should be, like, flat against the roof of your mouth? Yeah. So flatten your, your tongue against the roof of, your, roof of your mouth and get a little bit of saliva on the back of your tongue and boom, sense of smell gone. I can't, I can't smell this. I can't still smell. Really? Can't smell uh, it at all. <laughs> Maybe it works better if you have a lame sense of smell, but... <laughs> yeah, I'm getting it hints of it, well but I do have a pretty strong, yes. well, um, strong nose. So. Next, time, next okay. time there's a skunk on the road, it's can send you from the brunt of it at the very least. Really? I feel like it would yeah. if I was sprayed in the face. Yeah. But, That's but true. Like, <laughs> when it's just in the, in the car, it doesn't bother me. I have a terrible sense of smell. I smoked for like 12 years. Uh, fair enough. Um, I'm sure it I'm works 100 percent for you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, but I mean, I can still smell the wine. We well, are clearly not pressing hard enough. Well, maybe it goes to a certain threshold and not below it. Yours are works for me. So it's actually from like a logical material conditional thing, still correct. So you already have a bad <laughs> sense of smell. Mm-hmm. If you do this, you gain then, a bad sense of no, smell. Then, if you do this roof of your mouth procedure, then your sense of smell will be bad. Mm-hmm. That actually technically follows because it's already established. So any conditional that is the consequent is going to be true. true. So. Like doing your logic. Yeah, just like how every counterfactual is true. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> <laughs> they just high-fived each other. It was awesome. Since you could smell the wine, you could also smell grill. <laughs> Which we define as something that's wine or blue if, if observed after 2100. <laughs> blue food coloring in my wine, I'm going to be a little. Wouldn't that be woo? It's not blue until yes. after 2100. It's fine. Which is better than wonk, which is why yeah. we're skunk smelled after 2100. <laughs> They're lost. <laughs> well, then I guess I'm just going to have to kick you all out of You were here for Gru, weren't you? No. no. What is Gru? No, no. You don't need to rehash Gru. Yeah. Why? No, you can't not, not rehash it now. <laughs> it's, it's like, it has to do with natural kinds. Yeah. And it's when they explain it to you, you will say, oh. And then that will be the end of it. And then that will be it. So explain it to me. Yeah, it's it's super cool, and then we find $5. That's It's like, you'll have to listen to the podcast to find out. It's like a... You're <laughs> <laughs> doing this just to torment you. you I know, that, right? and that's why you suck. <laughs> so actually, no, yeah. because we explained it wrong. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. We did kind of. We, we were really. We were both addendum. Wrong, so. yeah. Grew addendum. Come on, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, then we well, need to hear it right. <laughs> I mean, like, so a gruesome kind is gonna be like it, it's <laughs> gruesome. gruesome kind. Yes. really. that's what we call yeah. them. It's good wow. Times. Uh. It's like philosophy dorks. <laughs> the idea is that it's a like a, a grouping that seems for some reason artificial because they're kind of like artificially stuck together. So the idea is like a thing is is grew if it's green or uh, blue 
observed after 2100, the year 2100. So it's like a really a weird clock. property that doesn't seem like it's like a real property. It's just kind of like a, an artificial compound of things. And what this is related to is stuff like one uh, is evidence, one uh, is a hypothesis confirmed by evidence because you can. So tack on any grouping of things and say that if, if so, evidence con- confirms one of these things, it'll also confirm the conjunction of that and another ad hoc. stupid Okay, ad hoc. So, so hold on. So, so it, it's a example, thought experiment, whatever, of the color of the color blue after a certain time of night? No, 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 no 2100 tw- the year. So it hasn't come yet. So we haven't observed any grew things that aren't green. That doesn't mean that we can't... Instead of defining the class of things green, we can define the class of things grew. And then make arbitrary, similar hypotheses about grew things that all and, apply to green things. Yeah, and the thing is that all evidence... Because we have no counterexamples. So if, if I, I say... It so if I say... No sense. Exactly. So if I <laughs> say all emeralds are, are green... Right. Um, the same evidence that appears to confirm all, uh, all emeralds are green are also... Also going to support all emeralds are gruel. Uh, gru. uh, Why? No, that's not true. It is. All, em- all emeralds are either green or blue. Observed after the year twenty one hundred, we haven't observed any yet. Right. So that's not false. That's not falsifiable. So, but you can't you can't well, say something true just because it can't be proved false. Well, it's not. It's not that it's not falsifiable. Any religions do. Okay. Well, that's religion. But it's not. It's not falsifiability. It doesn't have to do with that. It's it's that. Um, it, it has to do with with. Uh, Conjunctions and entailment and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's a, it's math- a, worse, it's a you mathematical. Can, you can show it mathematically. Yeah, um, and it, it, it's a super, super, super big entrenched problem in a whole bunch of fields because, like, it's there. There are ways to get around it, but they lead to really unsatisfactory results. Yeah, and and nobody's happy about it. Yeah, except for people who like the word gruesome, which I do. Yeah. It's true. And if we solve the problem, then we won't get to have really, really awesome paper titles anymore. Which is worth something in the philosophy discipline. Yes. Well, it is, because that's how you get published. Puns. Mostly mostly puns is what we do. That's our job. It's not actually logic and Mm. argumentation. So yeah, thanks for explaining that better. To, To defend myself poorly, I did graduate like seven years ago, so it's been a long, long time since I explained Gru to anybody. I should know Honestly, Gru. I should know the, Gru the, explanation, the explanation you gave last time is almost identical to the one you just gave. I I'm listened to that sure. podcast because oh, okay. I edited it and listened to it like four words. times. We used some of the wrong words. Yeah. Okay, so Which you, is uh, super important. Unless so you like, use the right words after 2100. <laughs> it's like the problem of a relevant conjunction or something like that. Yeah. Like, what is yeah. Oh yeah, because I looked it up on Wikipedia and linked it. Yeah. <laughs> on our show notes. Awesome. So people will be able to explain better than I've explained it. No, you explained it just as well as Wikipedia does. Well, it's less swans this time. Mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah. Swans. Yeah. You know, like a pixie riding a swan? Yeah. With well, a lance? Yeah. One might say a pixiden? A pixiden. <laughs> a pixiden. <laughs> Will, is, Will is playing in a, a, another Pathfinder campaign where he's playing a level 12 pixie paladin riding a swan. A dire swan. A dire swan. Well, that's what he sees himself as. He's actually just some half pixie riding a duck. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got two uh, styles. Like, he's got very serious, zoomed-in version of Davith, the Sword of Justice, and some pixie riding a duck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyone, anyone looking in at a battle will just see a pixie and a duck. <laughs> <laughs> you claim it's a drake. 
Because <laughs> oh, uh, oh, that sounds way more D&D. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a mighty worm taking me across the battlefield. <laughs> it's actually just a little no. worm. <laughs> what? I can be a foul beast. Oh, you You do know Drake is yeah, nailed it's, up. It's, it's, yeah. It is? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well... <laughs> Pretty great. I think I'm gonna have to give him a new epithet. <laughs> Bertram Ironbeak is not as good as Drake Ryder. <laughs> Bertram is a great name. Bertram is an excellent Bertram, name. the foul Drake. <laughs> Beautiful. Multi ton drift. This is and the thing is, I think he's the tank, right? No, I wanted him to be the tank, but uh, when Adam figured out how to make this character work. It only works in one way, and it's one-shotting CR-15 demon lords by himself in the first round of combat. It was, it was a charging build. Yeah, yeah. Strike. yeah this is... Uh, he's a level 12 who apparently can easily kill a CR-15 demon lord yep. on his own. Because charging with a lance is busted in Pathfinder. That's true. <laughs> it's like... And, and the thing is, like, you can avoid it in any class, in most of the classes... If you happen to play a cavalier, and as a class build for the first, like, eight levels, it basically says, you will have a lance, it will do quadruple damage all of the time, except when it crits, in which case it will do 16 times damage. <laughs> also, <laughs> you if you charge something, you will either die or it will die at end of list. Combat will be over in one round. Pathfinder not built for fun so much. Yeah. But. I disagree. I, I think it's just like... It's like doing a magic build your own draft without actually being that under without understanding the rules of magic. You build the deck for fun. You just don't realize that it has all of these interactions that you never foresaw. I found out a really good defensive score for my uh, for my Pixiden. Apparently, he can move thirty two squares in a, a given charge. So his his defense Only is just thirty two. Well, I, I don't know. It's pretty far. <laughs> my, I, most of my chargers can routinely charge like a hundred yards or more. <laughs> I'm on a duck. Or 100 feet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I played 100 inches or more. So, so very far. So, the, the the strategy is be off the map, and then off the map, and then off the map, oh, and then so off the map. Oh, so you ride by attack. I just so ride by attack. Yeah, of course. As, on as, my duck. as you have to, on, on, a duck. on my duck. So you're a 40k flyer. Yeah, I'm a 40k yeah. flyer rather than a <laughs> D&D <laughs> player. <laughs> That's the other thing you need to do when you're building that one build that does the alpha strike and then dies, is that to not die, you have to have ride by attack. It's pretty... I can heal myself. <laughs> I can heal myself surprisingly effectively. You can I touch can. yourself for hit points? I can touch myself, and it makes me feel better. So, But also, if you're high enough level, you can probably actually cast spells. That's true. Unless you've given that up for something. No, I haven't. One of the spells is, Hey, evil guy, I'm going to do double damage to you. <laughs> it's a good thing that multiple damage doesn't staff like that in D&D. Yeah, it's merely five times damage rather than six times damage. <laughs> oh, God. This podcast is fully copyrighted by its hosts. Visit us at podcastmagicmissile.com. I Podcast Magic Missile, attacking the darkness since 2012.